You're listening to the two dumb users. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on, go play. That was a weird dance I did. Yes. That was a weird dance. Good morning, everybody. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Welcome to the Two Dumb Yenters. This is episode 353. What's going on this morning, fellas? Living, living, living the dream. I didn't watch a single the thing about the b- baseball game last night, so I'm living the dream. Yes. What was the yes. point of that game last night? Uh, we got we got something to talk about regarding that game last night. However, I do want to start talking about a couple other things first. Did anybody see the um, Leslie Van Hooten? Leslie Van Hooten, who was one of the Manson girls, uh, of course, from the um, 1969 infamous murder, Charles Manson murders. Uh, Leslie Van Hooten was released from prison yesterday after serving. You know. Yeah, after serving 53 years. For being hey. involved with these two murders 53 years hey she did her time that's my question i wanted to ask you guys uh you know you're involved with two murders and you get put away and she was i i believe she was uh, supposed to do a life sentence but she ended up getting out which which i i think is okay i mean 53 years later I, I you would have to. I, I how old is she now, though? Oh. I mean, she's probably seventy something, probably early seventies. I would I would assume, but I you know I just think to myself, you know, you you murdered somebody, and it would have to come yeah. back to the, the family. I, I think ultimately, in a situation like this, you'd have to bring the family into the the whole situation, because I think after fifty three years, I mean, like I said, she's an old woman now. And, you know, you, you did your time. You did 53 years. I, I, I Think of your life, every minute of your life so far, how, however old you are. And then add whatever it would take to make it 53 years. And then imagine that time being able to do nothing because you're locked up. I, I, I think that, you know, people can, uh, after five decades, you know, I, I, I personally think that something like this is okay. It, you know, depending on the situation. Depends on the situation. And you can't just let people out all oh, because they're old, you know, they're old. Right. No. Them. no, 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 no. You got to take factors in how they act in prison, it, blah, blah, it, blah. Right. What was the, the original sentence? Okay. W- was she eligible for parole? She's eligible for parole. She hit those guidelines, did everything she needed to do. You do the system the right way. I have no problem that people do their time. They come out. That's what, you know, technically, you know, the way prison should work is you go in, you do your time, you should be rehabilitated or, you know, makes, do something to better yourself and you come out of prison but that's not the way it's designed in america that's a whole nother subject for another podcast that we probably won't talk about ever but you know what theoretically you do your time you come out okay you you did the crime you did the time you're free to go that's how it should be and you know and if that's how it is in this case i got no problem with it let me ask you this (laughs) um you know this is of course a hypothetical situation Mm -hmm. so please bear with me Say you come home from work tomorrow, uh-huh. and your family was your family was slayed while you were, over, uh-huh. you were working overnight, uh-huh. and everybody in your family gets murdered in cold blood, mm-hmm. and it's nasty, and there's blood everywhere, and you could tell it was a terrible thing. And they catch the person and they put them away. Uh-huh. Would you be okay with one day that person being able to walk free again, even though that your family has, you know, I mean, they they got their life taken from them. Would you be okay one day knowing 
that this 20 some year old might walk out free and, and, and live a free life again after, after committing this act. I wouldn't, but that's why families shouldn't be involved in the sentencing guidelines. That's why we have a whole justice system set up to take away because people would want to just like, oh, I'm just going to go. They killed my family. I'm going to go kill them. You can't have that in a civilized society. We have agreed as a society to have courts, laws, handle all of that. So they do that. And, you know, you may not like it, but that's the society we deem to live in. So you, can't, you just can't have everyone taking the law under their own hands. What do you think, Derp? Everybody gets a second chance, I guess. You think everybody gets a second chance? Yeah, even though you, even though that happened, you know, murdering someone. You know, I, I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm a little bit all over the place on this. On, on one hand, I feel that if you, you kill somebody and it was in first degree, yeah, I, I think that you should have to live out your your, your yeah. sentence. Um, yeah. But on the other hand, for this particular person, I, you know, I mean, through your life, you kind of casually uh followed this this story it was it happened before we you know any of us were even born but you've been seeing these les uh this leslie van hooten and these manson girls talked about my whole life and at the end of the day you know i'm okay with it but that, that you know is that what i'm part of society but that wasn't my family so i it's it's a it's a thin line i think you walk no, you, you, but once you start letting family members control court cases but they're the ones that are they're, they're really that's taking, not they're the but ones they, that had people murdered from their but lives. But they're not thinking rationally. They're not thinking clearly. They're thinking vengeance. You they're have thinking to, realistically. No, they're thinking vengeance. Yes, they're, they're of course. That would be, that, I think that would be a realistic um, feeling if, if somebody murdered your family. That's what I would want to do. But you can't have people going around killing each other. And, well, and once you let the state, you know, also to have, you know, killing people too, that's not a good thing. You can't get a lot of people to go around killing each other just to write a, what, you know, Oh, they did this to me, so I'm going to do it to them. That's not how a civilized society or healthy society should function. Yeah, I was going to say, is our society actually healthy? Can we say this? Well, I, well I, you look at me. I am a picture of physical and mental health right here, okay? This is what perfection looks like, mental and physical health-wise. Oh, now you don't have the rim shot available? No, I was actually... Um... <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, God, where's this idiot going to go? No, I, I'm thinking. I'm just thinking ahead a little bit here. I, you know, a couple other things. I, I just thought it was interesting. I, I didn't realize. Yeah, no, no, I didn't it's like that she was up for parole. Neither did I. Like when you know. said the name, I'm like, I, I took took me a while to remember, connect the dots. I was like, I thought she died. I thought everyone involved with that died. I know Charlie's dead. I know that at least one of the other girls are dead. Um, the other, the second girl, I'm not sure, and then of course uh, Leslie Van Hooten. She's a free Van woman. She's as free as you and I. Leslie Van Hooten right now. Eh, she probably has like a lot of conditions on her freedom. You know. Uh, this Saturday. I, this is another interesting one before we get started, guys. This Hills Snack Bar. Do you guys remember the, the department store Hills? Yes. And when you walked into Hills, it always smelled of popcorn. And it smelled great because we were kids. And you would look and you would see the, the, the pretzels spinning around and the pretzel thing and, um, you know, the hot dogs. So this Saturday, they're, they have this reopening of this, this Hills food truck. It's going to be right here in the Green Garden Plaza in Aliquippa, where the old, one of the old Hills department stores used to be located. And my thing is this. I don't think that the food was really great. I think it was just the effect of the smell when you walked into Hills. 
you you walked right through that snack bar and you smelled the popcorn and you you've seen the slushy mm-hmm. machine spinning. I, I don't know if people are going to flock to this. And if they do flock to this, are they going to come back? Because what I remember about the Hills food is that it wasn't that fantastic. I mean, yes, they had a nice plump pretzel that every every young person would enjoy. But I can also remember the hot dog spinning on, on the hot dog uh, rollers. And they, yeah. they, you know, they get all. But um, I, 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 it would be interesting to see how this plays out. Again, I just don't know if people are going to keep going back to this Hills snack bar that, that everyone's making a big deal i think it's more nostalgia than anything people like to cling on to stupid things and act like they're the greatest so this has a chance people unironically drink pabst blue ribbon okay people will un- unironically eat hills food again so i think it has I, a chance i agree i'm just wondering how long it could last i i, I just don't know how yeah. many times i can make a trip to the hills snack bar yeah or say to myself, hey, let's let's make a trip over there because I wanted to get some Hills food. It was not like I, you know, you didn't love it. I, I remember thinking to myself, I got a slushy. I was really happy because I was a kid. And again, a pretzel, how yeah. you mess up a pretzel. But again, I, I remember just being a regular snack bar, kind of, you know, the hot dogs are on there. They're, they're getting, you know, decrepit and old and wrinkly. I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to follow this. Like, I just want to say, I don't judge people for the alcoholic beverages they drink, but I will judge you if you drink PBR because that stuff is in vile and disgusting. If you yeah, eat Hill food, I have no problem with you. You're one of my people. Popcorn. Remember, they always had the big mm-hmm. thing with all the popcorn oh, in it. Smells so good. Yeah, it smelled great, but um, we'll see. We will see. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, today is episode 353, everybody. Welcome. I just seen this before we got on, guys. Can anybody confirm this? Uh-oh. The proposed trade? Between the Ravens and the um in Washington, Patrick Queen for Chase Young, it's proposed. Oh, that's that would not. Be, that would be that would be a bad move for uh for Baltimore. Patrick Queen's dynamic inside linebacker. Yeah, I'm not I mean, sure. that's that's fair though. But uh, so Patrick Queen's been more productive throughout his career than Chase yeah. Young. Um, because, I mean, we you know they they know I, the ins- inside it, of their it, locker room, and there's something. There's something. I mean, this is a fact. I, I, I would be interested because just the, the 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 relation that we had with Chase Young here with the past, you know the past month or so our names being linked to him, I can just see Chase Young going to Baltimore and having this All Pro season. When we here in Pittsburgh, with our snob, snobby asses, sit there and go, well he had a lot of injuries, and then he goes to somewhere like Baltimore and just has an All Pro season, and um, I, I could see something like that happening. I, I can see it happening. I can see. I don't understand why Baltimore is souring on um, Patrick Queen. He's. I. I would kill to have him as our inside yeah. linebacker. Yeah. One. I would. Who do you want? You want to try? I'll give you Alex Highsmith for Patrick Queen. Yeah, I gave him a Highsmith and a couple other people. I need to give him to me. I. I think he's a dynamic player. I think he's a damn good player. I would take him in a heartbeat. My God. And he, I yeah, think he's, he's still solid. young too. I think he, I think he's still young, like young too. Like he came into the league young. He's solid. I, I would take him. I, I would take him. Let's see, maybe I'd be. Yeah, he's only twenty three years old. He hasn't even hit the prime of Get his out. career. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It feels like he's been in the league forever. Like, what did he come in the league at? Like nineteen? He's 
four years experience and he's only 23. Yeah. So that's, he's going to, he's going to turn 24 later in this year. Our first round pick last year is t- turning 25. This kid's turning 24. I would love to have him as our, the sky is the limit. I think the sky's the limit for this guy. I just, it's, you know, who, who did the Baltimore, they brought in uh, Roquan Smith in the trade. That's why, that's why Patrick Queen is going to become available. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Cause I don't think they exercised that 50 year contract coming up as well either. So I, my God, this is, this is like the new Baltimore regime that you can tell Ozzie Newsom has not been involved with this team for a long time. Cause he, that's someone they would have kept around. This would be like them saying, no, you know, we're, we're going to let Ed Reed go. We're going to go get someone else to replace Ed Reed. It's stupid. But again, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Though It would be a good trade for both teams because, you know, they it, it would give Chase Young a new fresh start somewhere else. And it could Patrick yeah. Queen to, to go somewhere to be the man again. And the uh, commanders actually need, they need someone in that inside linebacker. They spot. Need since we, since they lost them. Um, you know, Cole Holcomb coming to I the bird, to, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Washington thinking about a championship. And, and that would be a concern no, because no. some people, you know, they want to win. Uh, the other thing in the NFL, NFL related, the big Wheaties box reveal yesterday. Uh, now, before Mike grumbles and grunts, because it's a Pittsburgh Steeler thing and Pittsburgh people were happy. Mike doesn't <laughs> like this. Um, what I thought was funny on the front of the new Wheaties box you have T.J. Watt and J.J. Watt. And then way in the back, turn the box around, down in the corner, underneath words, buried underneath pictures, there's a, <laughs> it's featuring Derek. Derek Watt. And I think this is hilarious <laughs> because um, it, it puts me in mind, you remember, it puts me in mind of the Beatles in a way. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember on, I believe it was Family Guy, there was one of them little outro skits they do, and, and it was the Beatles and Ringo came up with this song, and he you know runs to the guys and gives them the paper and says, "How do you like my new song? Can we can we can we do this?" And the guys are like, "Oh yes, Ringo, this is real good. We'll just put this right up here in the refrigerator," and, and they're like covering it with other things, with you know the magnets and everything. <laughs> and there he is on the back of this box. It's a um, Wheaties box with the the Watt brothers, JJ and TJ on the front, and little Derek DJ is on the back. So there you have it. I, I'm, just tired, I'm, I'm just tired of JJ Watt. Oh yeah, I'm just tired. I can't stand him. You're retired. Go away. He's Go away. Like he has a he has a chair in the corner. He has a uh, a futon over there. I, I can't I can't <clears> stand him. I can't stand him. I never like come to the Steelers. I'm joking. If he would come to the Steelers, I would stop being a Steelers fan. I would be done. <laughs> I like. So you talk about all the hype, all the hype, and they have zero Super Bowls between the two of them. Yeah, but the, you know their individual stats say that they're they're you know yeah, but you know they're all pros. You, you yeah, can't, you but can't but they, they they have they don't have a ring, man. So they can't be. You that can't good. throw the ball. You can't catch the ball. You don't run the ball. You're doing your position is better better than everybody else in the league. I, I yeah, think that, that zero rings, something. baby. Zero rings, man. They they you know, zero rings. There's a lot of Hall of Famer greats that don't have rings. No rings, you know. I, I like how one sport rings matter, and other sports they don't matter. Well, you, can, you have fun. to look at. But, but no, you're not. No, 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 you're not. No, 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 no. no, no. You're not looking at no, it no, realistic. No. You're not looking at it. Ja- Jack Ham. Jack Ham's a leaps and bound better. He has four <laughs> Super Bowls. T.J. Watt only has zero. You're not looking at it logically, like you say that you do. Yeah, what, yeah. what I'm I saying is this: no, they're they're both looking great players. Look, I just like stirring. Sh- they're both great players. I just like stirring stirring the pot. 
Um, before we switch <laughs> over, I do want to say one month from yesterday, one month from yesterday, guys, we are going to be playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ooh. Friday, August 11th, 7 o'clock p.m., the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Guys, we're less. It's 30 days. It's the very first game we get That's to crazy. Watch. And here's the thing. A lot of times I'm ready just to jump, uh, leapfrog past preseason and get to the regular season. But I, I'm very interested in seeing this class of, of rookies and some of these guys that we bring over, we brought over during free agency, uh, especially these linebackers and a, lot, and a lot of the guys, you know. But you know what? I'm ready for preseason game one, like right now. I can't wait. It needs to happen. I'm ready for football. I'm tired of talking about it. I'm ready to watch it. I'm tired of talking about baseball. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, we did have a game last night. The only game in the league. One game. The only game in the league. <laughs> and this game was won, like, in Derby. Of course, we're talking about the Major League Baseball All-Star game. It's the All-Star break. The National League, they beat the American League last night for the first time since 2012. That speaks for itself. Mike also, Derpy, has his own opinion. Mike, what do you think about that? I, I, that just shows that the NL really doesn't care about the game. They're like, <laughs> we're just here to not get injured and have some fun. The AL is like, we got to take this seriously because we're the AL, baby. We're the AL. You ever notice that the AL teams always seem more uptight? Then the NL, you know, the AL, you got the Yankees and the Red Sox, the Yankees, you can't have facial hair here. You know, the NL, you got the Mets, people doing cocaine. You got the Pirates, people pitching no hitters, hot tripping on acid. Which league would you rather be in? I don't think like the over NL, here in the National where they league. have the fun, where the AL, let me zip up and get my, let me get prim and proper. No, fuck the AL. Honestly, I'd rather be in the NL just because you have a better playoff chance than in the AL. I tell you what, we um, I, I'll get back to that in a second. Or you, you, you just hold your thought there, Mister. Uh, we had the, we had the, no, no, we didn't have a wager, but we took predictions yesterday on whether we thought uh, the Pittsburgh Pirate pitchers would be over or under two strikeouts. Mitch Keller comes and pitches the second inning. He does get a strikeout. I thought, all right, I got this in a bag. However, I got screwed at the end of the game because the coach was Philadelphia's coach for the National League. And in the ninth inning, for the safe situation, the Philadelphia Phillies coach brings in the Philadelphia Philly closer, which is not my problem. I thought, okay, whatever, it be what it be. However, he lets two guys aboard. You're up three to two, ninth inning. You're trying to get these last three outs. Two guys get aboard. The, the tying in, go ahead, run, get on board. And instead of, and I, I think in this situation, bringing in a guy like David Bednar to close the deal would have been a, a you know a good thing in an All Star game because you are trying to split your time between a, a million pitchers. He leaves them in there, and he ultimately gets the you know he gets the last guy out. But it was you know the the, the bias because it was the Philly coach is what was annoying, and because our guy didn't get in, of course. But if you look at it the other way. The, the way that the pitchers were, were used in this game, there was nine different pitchers used for the National League, and they all pitched one inning, this last inning included. Now, if you look over at the American League, they had 11 pitchers. Uh, six pitchers pitched six of the innings, so each one of them guys had one inning apiece. And then the next five pitchers had a third of an inning, 
two thirds of an inning, two thirds of an inning, one third of an inning, and then finally the the uh, the, the the their last pitcher pitched one whole inning. Is this me crying because uh, I'm a Yinzer and this is a Pittsburgh guy? Yes, it is. Okay, it's not a big deal. I'm not going to um, lose any sleep over it. However, come on, man, come on. I think if David Benner would have got in, I think he would have got a strikeout. It was just yeah, uh, he would have. He would have got in. He would have struck someone out. But yeah, but you can't have that. You can't have pirates with uh looking good. Ever. No, no, we can't. We can't have nice things. But Mitch Keller, Mitch Keller looked pretty. He did. He had an inning pitch. He gave up a hit and earned a run and a K. You know, I'll take bad. that Wonder, because you, you know that's not bad. Not not bad. He was the second pitcher in. He didn't get the start, yeah. but he did get the, uh, the the. He was the second pitcher. Garrett Cole was the starting pitcher for the American League. So I mean, he had some good looks for the Pirates. Yeah. But, um, all in all, Kimbrel for the Philadelphia Phillies. He pitched a ninth inning, uh, letting like I said the tying and go ahead run on base, which I thought would have been an ideal situation to uh, utilize your team a little yeah. bit, but it was, didn't happen that way. You're not going to you're not going to take your own guy out, you know. No. You're you you, you know, and that's why you should have somebody like the Pirates coach be the the championship or the uh, manager because he yeah. really has no ties to anybody that's good. Yeah. Exactly. You well, know. you know, exa- well he would have gotten into that situation, hurry it up, and throw Bednar out there. People have been like, oh, he only put Ben. You would have been in the same spot. But I, I just found it funny. I noticed it on Twitter too. A couple of Bucko fans were like complaining about it. Like it's an all star game. I, right. I, you, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to take uh, care of your own guys. You know, that's that's, that's what you do in these games. And, and that's cares, what I think. who I think cares if Bednar are... pitched or not? He 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 made it to the game. Okay. And the fans, I think, are the same thing. It's it's, it's their guy. They wanted yeah. to see it. And, um. Because if that was my guy in that situation, I'd be like, hell yeah, I want to show, I, I want to show everyone to see that my guy can pitch right. himself out of a jam. And he was and good. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. they're all amazing. This game was an all star game. Again, the National League wins this one three to two. Elias Diaz was the MVP catcher for the National League because he did hit a two run go ahead run in the eighth inning, which ultimately ended up being the, the game winning mm-hmm. home run. See, it was fun. My, my one. <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think the uh, the Philly, Phillies manager, he left his guy in there because he wanted to see the game tied up because they would de- have decided it with a home run derby. Hey, he, yeah. My guy is like, you know what? We had fun like last night. Let's get a tie so we can have the home run derby again. That's what he was going for. I think he had money on the line for that. That's what the rumor mill is saying. I'm not saying that's what people were on the streets are saying. People in the streets. People in the streets. Isn't that, isn't that how people in the news do it? I'm not saying some yeah. people are. 20 pitchers. 20 pitchers were used. They couldn't find enough room for this guy. Uh, hey, man, that's what you get for being an alternate. That's what you get for being an alternate. alternate that's true. One other uh, one other thing that people were complaining about online. I, I, I thought this initially. I don't think it's a big thing, but I would I would like it better if they wore their uniforms. They went with the um, the you know these standardized all star uniforms, which were the colors of the 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 city, the hosting city, which was Seattle. I like when the guys wear their own uniforms oh, for one reason; they're easier to identify. If you're watching an all star game, I want to know if that's you know I, I want you recognize yeah. guys and you you know when you recognize them because of their uniforms a lot of time and you know you're trying to watch and trying to make who's who and and, and like i said enjoy an all-star game for one because you a lot of these people you don't know who they are you see them from you know when pirates play them or whatnot but i, I don't know i i'm more of a traditional traditionalist in that sense i, I like to see the the home uniforms the, the you know their base uniforms it didn't bother me 
like I understand why I did because you know we're used to seeing it that way, but it didn't bother me. What bothered me was how god awful the uniforms were. They were bad. Like when I first saw them, like oh they're not that bad. Then I like really looked at them, like ooh these things are hideous. They are atrocious. They could have done something a lot better. But I, I you know either way, when it doesn't bother me because you know in football everyone has the same jersey, but it's the helmet. Hockey, it's the same with the helmet and your gloves. You can tell who's you know from what team right or you know but in baseball though you can see their faces you can you know it's easier to identify a player in baseball than it is in hockey and football so i i really don't have a problem with it but you know they want to wear them wear them if not it doesn't bother me if you would line up five guys between second and first base in these uniforms and just have them stand there and take that pan back shot that you're usually watching the game from i mean it's not right mm-hmm. on the camera's not right on everybody constantly it's tough to tell the guys apart and it's you know i mean it's it's they do it everybody has the same uniform and you're not used to seeing these groups of guys be together yeah again like you know you could you know if you're watching your home team you you pick things up about guys like oh yeah sawinski got Mm -hmm. the the, uh, blonde hair in the back it's but you know you you don't you're not familiar with these guys and i think for a game that that you want everybody in on I, i think kind of giving each team their own individual look their traditional look is probably the best bet but you know what again it's really a non-factor, and um, I just—it I, was an observation that I had made. Yeah, also yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, for me, I'm all for trying something different in sports. Just you know, especially from like a visual perspective. And you got to figure, man, MLB's making money off of that, so they don't care. Yeah, right. They don't care if people like them or not. They just want enough people to buy them to justify me. Justify the, making the people that love baseball—they're—they're they're gonna buy it. I mean, they—they want their memorabilia and things like this. So, hey, good for them. Uh, a couple of things, guys, before we do get ready to wrap it up oh, for shortly. The game one of three, the Pittsburgh Pirates will be hosting the San Francisco Giants Friday, Friday night. Then Monday, Monday, guys, they're hosting the mistake by the lake. Cleveland Guardians. Guardians yeah. will be in town for three. Then they go out to the West Coast to play the Angels. Oh, there we go. Mike Trout is out. But Otani and um, Oshani, he he's battling a little he bit might of be injury. Moved. Yeah, so I don't even know if we're gonna see these guys. I, I would like to see them, but um maybe maybe for the better we're not going to. I hope not. I you know what? Just just to have a chance to win the game, I hope they don't play. And then they go to San Diego to follow up on that. So San Francisco, Cleveland. An Angels team without possibly it's two you know best players. In San Diego, if the Pirates are going to get jump started, I guess this is a pretty good twelve game um, a start to go by. I think the Giants are pretty good; they'll give us a battle. You know what? Everybody's going to give us a battle with the Pirates, but realistically, I guess these teams it, it could be a lot worse for us, right? It could be a lot worse, but hey, you know we tend to do all right against the Dodgers for some reason. Um, I'm not sure when we play the Dodgers again. No, what did I say? The Dodgers? Oh my god, I was thinking of LA and I was reading maniac. Twitter trying to it, it, something from the Dodgers popped up there. You know, I'm trying to catch the late breaking news, like always. And right, Dodgers right. popped into my mind. I apologize. Um, Mike, before you do go ahead and tell everybody about the website, I do I just want to I want to skate over to hockey for one second and say yes, on yes, this yes. day, 22 years ago, 2001, July 12. The Penguins traded away Yarmer Yager to rival Washington Capitals Whoa. 22 years ago today. Can you believe that it's been 22 years since Yarmer Yager has been gone? Oh, I, I finally put out the memory of Chris Beach from my head. 
And you had you had to bring Chris Beach back into my life. No offense to him. Probably, no. you know, a good person, but probably amazing. Not a good hockey player. Mike, why don't you go and tell everybody about the website? That that might help you cheer up. Now, now I'm depressed. <laughs> I'm old, fat, and depressed. Thanks. Two years ago. Uh, yeah. See, you're like 22 years ago in 2001. I'm like 22 years ago in uh, 1980. <laughs> you're right. So that puts the the Stanley oh. Cups at like 33 years ago. Yeah. 34 years ago. Or... 91, 92. Wow. 90, 90, yeah, 90, 91, 91, 92. Oh my god! I see. I remember those games. I do too. I can't yeah, remember. I, remember, I can't. I, remember I barely well. remember the the ones we just won. Those three. Mm. I can remember those ones. You know, it's funny how memory works. It but really if you have is. a bad memory, twodumbyinjures.com. Head on over there for everything. Two dumb injures. My God, we got more links than what's shown on the screen. Um, what else do we have there? I guess the merchandise store. Get your two dumb yinjers merch and your Bob Nothing merch. All at two dumb yinjers dot com. All right. Dot boys. Com. Um, we're gonna do another all-star. I got I got an all-star question just because. One more all-star, one more all-star question. I'm kind of scared. And you should be. It's better when you're scared. Yeah. But I, I will let, let me let me let me rub a little bit of good luck on you here. No, I said hump everything. <laughs> what? Too much. Um, <laughs> all right. The question of the day, guys, is this. It's an all-star question for the Major League Baseball um, all-star game. Here's the thing. You know the answer. <laughs> I'm going I'm to give you that hint. Whether you know it's the answer it's nothing like it's it's not that you didn't hear of this person okay okay all right here we go uh the game yesterday was won by a big walk-off of course um elias diaz he hit the game-winning home run in the eighth inning of this game last night the question of the day is this guys who hit the first home run in an all-star game in history i'm looking for the first guy to hit a home run in a major league baseball all-star game. Again, you know, you know the fella. I'm not no doubt about it. Um, while you go ahead and think that over, we are on every day, especially now because we are on our summer schedule. We're on every day, seven days a week, Monday to Sunday, Sunday to Saturday, seven days every week, 11:30 a.m. right here. And if you don't get to catch the game or you just want to listen to us in podcast form, eight o'clock every evening. The show that we do that day gets uploaded over on Spotify, so go check it out. All right. All right, my pretties. Question of the day is this. Who hit the first home run in an all-star game? I'm going to start with Derpy. Derpy, what do you think? Who hit the first home run ever in an all-star game? The Great Bambino. The Great Bambino. Good pick. Is that going to be your final answer? Of course, he's talking yes, about sir. Babe Ruth. And he's yes, going to get locked him in with Babe Ruth, George Herman Ruth. Mike, who hit the first home run in an all-star game? Derby says Babe Ruth. What do you when the fuck was the first all-star game? Mm, good question. A long time ago. It, 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 was, it wasn't any time recent. I could tell you that. 
Well, see, you said there's no doubt about it when we know the guy. So that implies it was a pirate. You're subconsciously dropping hints. <laughs> that 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 wasn't a subconscious hit. It was just uh, I was just stating that you definitely know who this player is. It's not a it's not a weird name like you know um, Mark Mixon that uh, played for. You know what I mean? You know the guy. I know the guy because you're 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 a. Uh, you're a sports fan. He's talented. See, I think you're trying to throw me off the scent, so I'm going to go with Hannes Wagner. Hannes Wagner. Not a really good I think guy. you're trying to throw me off the scent here, okay? I'm really not. I, 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 um, you'll see. Is that who you want to stick with? You want to stick with Hannes Wagner? Fine. Willie Stargell. Willie Stargell. Is that your final answer? Yeah, because it's way too late. No, I'm going to stick with Hannes Wagner. All right. Anybody else you want to pick? Roberto Clemente. I'll just throw <laughs> names out there because I, I swear it was a subtle hint. How about, how about this? If it's a Pittsburgh Pirate, I'll give it to you. Fine. All right. Well, <laughs> Everyone knows Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. I got Mike locked in on any Pittsburgh Pirate through the history of the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ralph Kiner. Ralph Kiner. Bill Mazeroski. <laughs> uh, all right, fellas. The question of the day is this. Who hit the first home run in an all-star game in the history of all-star games? Derby says Babe Ruth. Mike says any possible pirate. Any pirate. Any pirate. Any pirate. That, so that means I'm wrong since he's letting me say any pirate. All the way from Roberto Clemente to Blackbeard. Good call. <laughs> the answer to this is the first person ever hit a home run in an all-star game was George Herman, Babe, Ruth. It, Derpy is correct. Babe Ruth, it was. Uh, again, I, I think it was a very difficult question in a sense because as Mike stated, when the hell was the first All-Star game? Nobody yeah, knows. But know. one thing that I do know is the answer, and the answer was Babe Ruth. So there you have it. That guy could, that guy could really hit a ball. I can tell you that. Say what you want about him. He could he had a guy, a guy could hit a baseball. I was, I was watching some he hit a baseball against a bunch of bums. I was watching this thing where he was hitting him out of Forbes Field. Like uh, I think his like last hit or something was a home run at Forbes Field or something. He was just a slugger. Uh, guys, anything before we get ready to take off? Uh, um, oh, the Jets. The Jets have been named the team for um, Hard Knocks. So if you're into Hard Knocks, you get to watch the Jets and all their behind the scenes nonsense. All right. About you, Derpy. Um, Steel was about to do something crazy at the deadline this year. Ooh, interesting, interesting. I hope you're. I, 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 I don't know what I hope because I've, we were, I've heard rumors flowing around. They may, they may do it, but any also, any speculations? Any? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You can't drop a bombshell like that. Is there the is there any is there any names being thrown around, Derpy, or you're just kind of hearing in general? The Rams. Ooh. Aaron Donald. You know who. Yep. Is there any way that, that could possibly think... happen, Mike? Oh, we're going to trade Aaron Donald for uh, Cam Hayward? Because yes, uh, I will drive Cam Hayward. Oh, that's all I'm saying is that, <laughs> He's too much of a coward to respond to my tweet. I will, I will carry Cam Hayward on my back to Los Angeles if, it's, if this is the case. Get him out of here. Yes, because, you know, apparently he finished top five categories for all these made-up stats on PFF. It's and a he's, strong possibility. Yeah. Because and he was that, crying, you know, all these made-up things for, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, seven tackles in seven playoff games, buddy. Reply to my tweet, you coward. 
I didn't even know this was the thing. I, I would take Aaron Donald in, in a heartbeat. As I said, I, I'll piggyback him clear to California if that be the case. Also, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. We have something in the works in the coming weeks for you, everyone. <laughs> uh oh, what's this, Derby? Oh, what's what, what this, Derby? You know, you know, fellas, we haven't announced it yet. But oh, we, we do, have, we do have to works. announce. I, I think I don't know another, anything. I think at the end of the week, we're going to announce this. Okay. So just giving him a little tease. Just give him a little tease. Little tease. Oh, wow. You guys are taking over the show. I, I'm being replaced, apparently. No, you're not being replaced. You're 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 gonna be there. Ooh, did I give a little bit too much away? Oh, the, I will not be there. <laughs> but the uh my thing for the day is this 30 days. We have Steeler football, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 30 days from right now. Also, 60 days. We're 60 days away, guys. 60 days away from the San Francisco 49ers. Oh. A, a day that I thought would never get here. We're only 60 days away. So so far away. I can't wait. I can't wait. But, uh, hey, I thank you so much for checking us out, everybody. We appreciate each and every one of you, always. Um, you know what? I think that's it for today, guys. Let's just have anything. Stay with a seven. Stay with a seven. All right, I'll take it. Mike's gonna go get his um his Wheaties box today. No, you always keep it back facing so you can see his boy uh, DJ on the back. No, but I do want to say <laughs> thank you so much, everybody, for checking us out. For Derpy Mike, myself, the two dummies. Everybody have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye. See, you. see ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>